You all good there, dude? A little bit sweaty. Yourself? You're looking pretty good in the maroon. Seems like it's a familiar colour. I'm trying something new. Uh -huh. New, huh? Speaking of new. Yeah. How'd your weekend go? Funny you should ask, Wooch. Funny you should ask. I, um... <clears throat> I was snuck into a damsel's house because her parents went away, but her siblings were still home, right? So she had to sneak me in. <clears throat> did, you climb, did she lower her hair and you climbed up through the window? <laughs> she got a lot of hair. Um, the th she got the thickest head of hair I've ever seen. Thick everything, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, no, so she, yeah, she sneaks me in. Um, I had to, like, park down the road um, and then walk over to her house and then, like, you know, just talking outside, blah, blah, blah. You know, spend the night. And the next morning I had to go to work and she was like, well, you know, you're going to have to sneak out again because my siblings are still home. I was like, okay, well, like I can do that. But like you're either going to have to go out there and distract them or like you're going to have to text them or like something's going to happen. And also I need to pee. Yeah, okay. She's like, actually, you can't pee. I was like, like, why? You don't need to do that in the house though. No. In fact, I didn't have to do it in the house. <clears throat> she told me that, like, you can't go out there and pee because my brother's in the next room and you can't sneak past. He doesn't know you're here. I was like, okay, They're going to well, hear the difference between a girl peeing and a guy peeing in the toilet. That sure. too, and also, like, me just walking past and all that. So, um, she's like, why don't you pee somewhere else? And I was like, <clears throat> where am I going to pee, right? Because, like, I need... I, I this need is not going This is right. not happening. There's no way... There's no... Keep going. Alright, so she's like, why don't you, like, pee in a bottle? And I was like, I'm not fucking pissing in a bottle. Like, but also, on, I'm on red alert, right? Like, I, it, this is a morning pee, right? You know when your bladder is just, like, fucking burning up? All your kidneys and, and fucking liver is just absolutely produced the damn goods. Yeah. I was like, I'm looking around, I'm struggling. I'm like, I need to... Like, we need to go. And she's like, I don't know what you want to do. You want to fucking go on, like, one of my pot plants or something? I'm like, I, just, I don't know! And then I had a thought. I was like, can I pee out your window? She was like, you're going to have to. Yeah. So, wait, you didn't even pee this bad? You couldn't wait until you snuck no, out of the house? Dude. Really? This, I told you, this is a morning. Is that morning? That morning, that morning, morning piss, you pissed dude. out of Rapunzel. So, like, I had to, like, she's got one of the fucking, like, windy windows. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I dude. And, like, I'm not talking out into a garden. Fly screen, too? You got to piss through the fly screen? No, no, no fly screen. Oh, but, like, right. I had to hang it out, like, the fucking ledge. Yeah. And we're not talking into a garden. We're talking onto a, like, fucking patio, too, dude. Out onto the driveway, full view of the street and everything is in front of me. And like oh, she's like, has oh. so like she's fucking like left the room. I had to go like I fucking hide under the curtains and shit, wrap myself in there, get, get all like acclimated to the situation. You know, I just picture like you know how there's two curtains by the windows. There's just one curtain that's just wrapped up fucking yeah, tires yeah, and there's nice. a dick hanging out. <laughs> <the side laughs> Sleuthing it out, dude. So I fucking hang my fucking hog out that window and just. Hard onto her, basically onto her patio, onto her driveway. Um, and then she comes back in. She's like, "Did you go?" I'm like, "Yeah, fucking <laughs> yes, I went." And she's like, "Okay." And then she brings her watering can in for her pot plants and makes me water the fucking driveway down out of the window with this little like piss ant fucking watering can. <laughs> I got a little bit on the windowsill, so I had to kind of water that. Um, yeah, so that happened. Um, anyway, welcome to Couple With. With Wurching Rick. Couple with Wurching Rick. Couple with 
Welcome back to Couple Whiff, everybody. Today we're gonna to be uh, we're gonna be going over a bunch of shit. To start though, we've got a beer in the house. Last week we talked about uh, Carlton Draft. It was our it's our favorite beer. It's a uh, rated at what did we all give it a twenty two? It's the best. Uh, that Com was the combined, the combined rate, uh, average. Yeah. Combined average of a twenty two out of twenty four. So twenty two cans out of the slab of twenty four. And um, we've got another beer today. I actually think so. Should we lace up, dude? Alright. We've Close got a beer to your Witcher, baby. We've got Goat Beer. Goat Beer. <laughs> Cameron Haynes's beer. Yes, sir. Uh, goat Beer. Boy. Very enjoyable beer, it says. 4.2%. Made in 1997, hard to believe, but. Well, it says it's enjoyable. Alright. We're all gonna try. Where are we gonna place this on? Book one up with our boy here. Oops. Cheers, dude. Planks. Oh, Ooh. love that. Uh, well, I already like the foaminess at the top. We, got, we already got. <clears throat> looking good from the start. A little bit of pre-cum looking nice. A bit fruity, huh? Ooh, that's... Uh... Alright, well let's start out. Instead of us... Uh... Griff, you lay us up here. Your first take. What are we going? What, what's the thoughts? Mmm. bit fruity. Is it kind of like a mix between... Ooh. An ale and just a beer. So it's kind of like half good. Everyone kind of knows I hate ale, so like it's kind of it's like a beer that tastes like a like it's got ale mixed in it. So it's not awful. I've got a little bit of the old Belchies. Um, I don't know, man. That's probably like a good. what do we say? Out of twenty-four, I'd probably give it in the slab. In the slab, yeah. In the slab, I'd probably drink maybe six of these. Yeah, look, alright, so it's, wah, wah, wah. It, it does have the ale taste, it's got the fruity kind of, yeah, I don't know, like it tastes like Furfy, to be honest with you. Ah, oh, Furfy's better than this, sorry. Furfy is better than this. It tastes like Furfy, it has, the, I don't like beers that have the fruity aftertaste. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. Bitter there as well. Beer right. for me is, it doesn't have an aftertaste, it tastes like fucking beer. And... This is not that. I just want beer that tastes like real beer. Really. I want beer that tastes like real beer. This is... It has an aftertaste. Where are we going? When you place it on the beer and beer. How many out of the slab are you drinking? I'll give it like a... Maybe like a 15. Ooh, that's oh. actually not bad. Generous, dude. Alright, let's go. Look, because it has a fruity aftertaste, that doesn't mean it's bad. It's not my thing. I, I'm sure I, there's a situation for it. I agree. A situation, about, dude. The situation's situation, not now. What situation, dude? There's a, time, there's a place. You reckon yeah. that sounds like a pretty bleak situation? It, it, or? It's not now. <laughs> Alright, Schwid, let's, let's keep rolling. Alright, well, you know me, I love my fruity beers. So, surprise, I don't mind surprise. this, but it's more the aftertaste. It's actually quite dry. This like, is, by blank. the way, this is coming from a man who really enjoys his furfy mm. beers. Likes a bit of power. Yeah, I, I rate furfy better You're than that. You're the first person to bring a furfy into this yes. clan. You're well Loves welcome. Loves a furfy from the fridge. You're welcome, like man. Okay, so, out of a 24... <sighs> I'd go like. I would give it a so 16 just to to be really annoying. One more, dude. It's not that kind of a game, dude. Yeah. 16. He's going with 16. All right. Uh, now, for one to have goat, I mean, maybe they're not going for greatest of all time, right? Maybe that's not what they mean by this. But is it the goat beer? I mean, I don't know. For one, <laughs> kind of got like a nectar kind of going on there. Kind of feel like I got a bit of like a tangerine in my mouth. But also... No, like the peel though, not guys, the tangerine, like you the guys, peel. It's really sweet, man. Like, you guys ever had, uh, what was the Lifesavers? Remember those little, like, yeah. uh, like little ring uh, lolly things? I, you know, I could afford the fruit tingles. <laughs> 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 
Imagine like some water that's just fermenting in some of those lifesavers, right? That's what I'm kind of getting from this. It's not bad though. I wasn't not expecting a, a pale ale though. Where right? did we say it was from, sorry? It's from America. North America. Yes, yeah, Cameron Haynes. That's Joe Rogan. So, no, but it's like in America. Richmond. Is it Richmond? I didn't know he had his own beer. Yeah. We're gonna have boy. What, boy what, do, we think of yes, the, what do we think of the presentation? Do we like the blue and orange? Because I hate those colors. Oh, I like well, the presentation. Let, let me let, let me get my. All right. I'm, I'm gonna fine. give this a ten. I drink ten out of a slab of these. Right. I'm talking like uh, it's a little long day at work. But you can't even drink six fosters anyway. Oh, oh, no, 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 you can't drink that. Yeah. Because, come on. Can you put a little gif of uh, Doodle struggling with some fosters at the end there? That was, <laughs> that was your icon from last week. I was going to say, that, that was actually like my profile. We'll get Fosters onto the beer meter yeah. eventually. Now, to all the audience members, we oh, were thinking of trialing a new name for this segment. Let us know in the comments. We were either going to stick with beer meter or try uh, Mount Beverest. Mm, mm. And we would eventually try and get a little mountain in the back here and plant the flags with each beer tab on, you know... <laughs> As far up on the mountain as we think Please. it deserves to be send, placed. Send money for a modelled mountain. Cold, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, just chuck me out. Two-dimensional. Hey, that's a nice mountain you got right. in the studio there. I like that. Yeah. yeah Donate to the Patreon and we'll get it. Right? Yeah. Colton Draft is obviously at the top. At the at the peak, right? At the summit. With summit. his flag right in the front. Okay, and since since we're very unorganized here and I haven't actually calculated what this more gives us. Uh, pleasing? Placing the flag on Mount Beverest. Or mm, what did we say? Just wait, wait, I got a better one for you. Staking its claim. Yeah, I like Ooh. it on Mount Everest. So once again, because we're not very uh, organized and we actually haven't figured out what this actually comes to uh, between all four hey, of us. We're, we're human, okay? Yeah, we're saying, human. We're going to put it up we're on the screen for you right now. What we've given it out of 24. Once again, Carlton Draft last week was 22 out of 24. So I'm, not, I, I'm no mathematician, but I'm thinking this isn't going to beat that so far. So... Alright, it's our beer of the week. Cam, he's in the background here. What are you thinking anyway? Yell out to us. Eight! Eight out of 24, you heard it. Okay. So he's where I'm at. It's pretty average, huh? That's in, that's 33. Hey, that's not an official, that's not an official judge, but like, yeah. He's a bad judge. Yeah, yeah. The voice of the people. Hey, speaking of judges, guys, how was that fight judged on the weekend? Alright, shut your mouth real quick. I got stuff to say. Alright, so the Mike Tyson. And Roy Jones Jr. fight. It's a fantasy fight, right? It was not a draw, though. The only reason you would make that a draw is if you wanted to justify a rematch for more money, which I accept because boxing does that a lot. Yes, they do. Mike Tyson won that fight. I know you disagree, but you should watch that fight again. I need again. to probably watch it again. You definitely need to watch that now, fight we, again. Now, we need to sort of go over that a little bit first, right? Because people actually were not under the impression that this was an exhibition, right? People thought this was a real boxing match. Can I step um, in for a, just real quick? So I think that both fighters went into this pretending like it was going to be an exhibition, but really they were trying to take each other's heads off or win the fight by a KO. But yeah. in the end, when they realized but that this fight was eight rounds, I think that it was it they made like it to be an exhibition they because they, they were going not, there, right? <laughs> yeah, they could not do a real boxing fight. Well, it looked like Tyson was in that sense, as you said, like they were treating it more as an exhibition because Tyson wasn't headhunting, he was kind of going to the body. He was a little at first though. No, but like he was going more, you could see the game plan was to ruin um, Roy Jones's body and like dig into the body and, yeah. and, and tire him out, um, which would probably play into the more like the rule set that they set, which was basically you can't knock your opponent out, which is bullshit. You're talking yeah. about two of the Come on, most dude. elite 
I know they're past their primes, but come on. Like, uh, have you met Mike Tyson? Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, you want to tell him not to meet anyone else? Yeah, these two guys know what it's like to fucking KO people. They were saying, they were saying, so like Mike Tyson was like, um, when this first hole got announced, he was like, I, I, before this actually got announced, right, he was saying that, um, he was trying to get away from his past and like not be as, um, he was trying to leave his ego behind. And then when this, this fight got announced and he was originally going to do it for charity, he was, his wife was like, oh, I don't want you reigniting that e that ego. No, she said she, the, how he said it though, she told him that he was fat. And then yeah, he got on the treadmill for yes. 15 minutes. He's like, fuck mm. this shit. Yeah, and no, but like, that's where I'm getting at. So yeah. he, like originally he was like, yeah, I'm just going to run for like half an hour. And then he ended up running for something, 10 miles or something ridiculous. Yeah, something and that's, ignited in him. Yeah, something ignited him. You have to understand... Mike Tyson, despite the fact the guy is 50, what, 4, 54 50, years 50. old, we are talking about not just him, like Roy too, two of the most elite athletes, two of the best fighters, two of the greatest and most memorable boxers that have ever graced the ring, two former heavyweight champions, Roy Jones, is, I mean, Mike was a heavyweight champ, youngest heavyweight champion of all time, Roy started as a fucking junior middleweight coming from the Olympics, was robbed, got a silver medal, he was robbed in the Olympics, everyone knew it going into, like, coming out of that too, and once he turned pro, um, you know, he went all, he won the middleweight strap, he won the light heavy. It's a four division <clears throat> yeah. weight club, and if you don't know Roy Jones Jr., you must have forgot, like, y'all must have forgot. <laughs> dude, can't be touched, Roy Jones yeah. Jr., come on. Dude. So we are talking about two fucking savages, and yes, they are older, they, they knew going in that sort of like, Yes, it's supposed to be an exhibition, but we're talking about two guys who fight, man. And they are fighters to their fucking core and, and the their bones. About, and the thing about fighters is like, there's fighters, no, there's no, there's don't, no play fun. Dude, they don't fighters, play around, man. Fighters, like their body tells them no before their mind tells them no. So they're still a fighter, like well yeah. beyond they're done. And, oh and especially God. with fighters who like destroy and own. And these like, two would destroy us. Dude, they're the most of the destroyers. If they destroy and own, and then their body's like, no, and their mind's like, yes, definitely, yes. And years on, they're like, oh, they have to retire because their body is telling them no. When an opportunity like this comes along, they're low-key like, oh my yeah. God, I want to see if I'm still great again. What was fantastic too was the, the respect that these two had for each other, but also the kind of mutual admiration, but also like, you know, neither of them were going to go in there and muck around. Like, these two came to box. Yeah. They told them that, yeah, there's no what knockouts allowed. What is an exhibition allowed. fight? What is an exhibition fight? You were talking about two fucking killers. Mm. They don't fucking exhibition, all right? You don't play <laughs> fighting. These two come to fight, and they came to fight. And yeah. I'm going to say this right now. I was fanboying out so hard to this. The event, as a, like, as a... Who did it? Triller or something? Some weird... <laughs> Don't talk to me about Let's talk about the event before we talk about the fight, alright? So the event was uh, hosted by some company named Triller that streamed it out. Um, I hated it. I hated this production. I, ha like, I hated the empty arena. They had it kind of like a showcase. Kind of, it, was like, it was a fucking circus. Dude, they had this really low room. room. The crowd was horrible. Dude, it just seemed so tacky. When I watched this event... <laughs> There's no crowd. That's what I'm saying. No, exactly. but they had this low roof. They had this weird panel desk. They had, um... Who they have? Mara Ranello with the bullshit hairpiece. I'm like, bro, we know your hair's gone. Like, don't. <laughs> don't. Fucking 
glue of what is he got? Roadkill glued onto his head, dude. I love you, Mario. He's one of the best commentators of all time. Don't like, fuck with us with that like shit. Down, okay, down. so we got Israel Adesanya, a legit yeah, fighter. Oh, very big. That's a big win. He was good. He was very good. Yeah, Snoop, a casual, annoying as fuck. No offense, I can't stand yeah, Snoop. I love Snoop as a personality, for in small segments. I'm fuck. just, I yeah. would just, I gotta interrupt you here, dude. When, please. This this whole Take after, after Jake Paul and Nate fighting. We'll, which we'll get that. back to that for sure. I was watching it with my boy, mm. and that whoever was doing whatever he was doing with the pink fucking jacket or whatever was shit in the bed <laughs> so hard. Dude, is I could, this the in between show? Like, yes, the, oh, dude. I, I cannot muted. believe how bad they shit the bed was. Now, only besides the fact too. What was that? Those in-between shows were just like some rappers performing. Now some washed up rappers. <laughs> can I, can I, can I, I gotta you finish. know how like in the fucking Super Bowl they have like the newest talent yeah, and they're all like movie. the most like hottest. Dude, they have like J-Lo and shit. I was like, this is my fucking Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. How have you not got like fucking... Dude, how have you not got like Aerosmith? Yeah. Back again, like doing Dream On or some yeah. shit before this fucking dude, fight, dude. You this was like in a fucking, dude, uh, what do you call it? Like, do you know what pissed me off more? Is when this guy in the- I would've liked I, salt and pepper. I really, I re yeah, dude, you could've had the cat dogs come in, I would, I would <laughs> Dude, but when you had this guy in the pink jacket, I don't know who his name, I never looked it up, and it's like, Oh, that's where all the pyrotechnics went? You put it into this guy? Yeah. Like dude, Jake Paul and Nate Robinson had nothing. Even Industrial Park was like- I didn't even know, but when they brought out Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., no pyrotechnics. They shit the bed so hard, The production of this whole show was rough. Like, they just- it was like, they were all swearing aloud, they just- Kind of, it was like they just kind of threw it all together. It was a circus. It was watching a circus, but the thing is, it probably sold a lot of pay-per-views because that's what the internet wants today. They just want. That was the whole idea of it. Just to they make don't money want a out. professional, fucking sanctioned, proper, you know, well-structured show. They just wanted to throw some shit at the wall and see what stuck. So Real? you have you have a panelist desk with two legit fighters. You have Israel Adesanya, Sugar Ray as well. Though. Sugar Ray uh, Leonard. Yes. Excuse me, not Robertson. Sugar not Ray Leonard. Singer. He didn't get a fucking word in. He was too busy being interrupted by. For Sugar Ray. He got no words in. He was just being interrupted. Sugar Ray was not by. exactly. I don't know. He was. Yeah, he's a fantastic. Not the most articulate though. No, he's excellent. I wasn't a fan of Sugar Ray on the commentary. Well, how to be is he supposed to have it? He can't shine when he's next to fucking he Snoop Dogg. He got his opportunity. Snoop Dogg wasn't there when. Yeah. All right, so here's the thing. All right, so after. This guy who, I don't know who he was, but wasted all the pyrotechnics on himself. After that, Snoop Dogg came out, and, and it was at that point where I started being like, oh my god, yes. That was like classic Snoop, and he brought the show back around, dude. Had it muted. That's, yeah, well, you missed out. Don't I care. Right, don't care. 20 minutes of Snoop Dogg? Difference. Fuck of, off. I, I enjoyed every moment of it. I thought when Snoop came out, that was like... Holy shit. But a lot of people like Snoop Dogg, right? Like, yeah. You can't say the majority yeah. of people Look, out there probably like Dude, him, I'm not, right? like, I like Snoop Dogg. I don't listen to his music. I, li I like rap. I don't listen to his music by myself. But I'm just saying, when he came out and he had the blunt going and he was just freestyling right off the top of his dome, that was a great time. And that's what stole the show back for me. Because yeah. after that, it was all... I don't know. Depending on uphill it. or downhill, what, what's easier? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Downhill was easier, but uphill it was all like, downhill. It was about to crash at the bottom of the hill. Let's say it was everything was better after that. Yeah. You reckon? Yes. All right. Well, let's talk about the fights. You had an undercard which I kind of missed. I watched the um, Badaro Jack fight. It was just kind of a. It should have been probably a little bit more of a squash match than it actually was. It went to decision. 
Good on him. That's a former champion, by the way, boxing on an undercard to a fucking YouTuber and two old men. So that shows you how much respect they have for, you know, a legit boxer. They get paid. It's fine. He gets paid, but come on, dude. Shitting on, you know, talent for one thing. Next, we have the fight that I feel like a lot of the casual audience tuned into, especially, you know, like 18. What's the demographic? 14 to 18-year-old girls. And boys, down a bit, yeah, let's go lower, right? You got your Jake Paul fans, and then you got your probably your basketball fans. I just tuned in for their boy Nate Robinson as a Nuggets fan. Yeah, your Nugs. Yep. Tell us about your Nugs. Well, I'm not going to tell you about the Nugs. They did well last season, though, for an underdog team. But so you know, Nate Robinson, except for him, yeah, but like, well, you can Nate, tell us that. Yeah, well, Nate Robinson, he is a three-time. NBA dunk contest champion. This yeah, guy, he, he this guy is the most athletic. Yeah, and, and maybe um, he should stick to that. And he fought. He fought. I heard he was a multi-sport uh, athlete too. Like he played professional right. football and um, first of all, basketball. Did, did all, this guy fight? Second. Did he? Cameraman Schwid, you better come correct <laughs> when you talk about <laughs> NBA to the world. Twisted, okay? yeah. We're, so, all right, Nate Robinson played for the Nugs, three-time dunk contest champion, which is the most. And he, I heard it was a robbery though. I heard Dwight Howard. Yeah, no, definitely. The only reason that he won is because he's small. Yeah. He did like still he, athletic though. Yeah, he's athletic as motherfucker. Five dude. nine. Yes, yeah, dude. Come, come on, dude. Son. He, it was ridiculous. Wait, he can dunk at five nine. Five yes. nine. Dude,我只有我们刚才前，那，啊，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你
um, athlete. Yeah. Right, but he has not boxed before. He's never fought before, and he would have been training hard. They said he was training six days a week. You're training to fight. Um, it's just different, man. You can be athletic, but fighting is just that you can't play fighting. You can play football, you can play basketball, you cannot play fighting. A real fight, man. And um, unfortunately for him, Jake Paul, as much as of a dickhead as he is, he actually seems to be a, kind of a naturally gifted fighter. He compared it especially to Logan. Jake Paul hits a lot harder. Like, he's a naturally gifted has, puncher. He has he's got more touch of fast. Yeah, he's he got a touch of depth. He, he punches hard. He's fast. And um, he has actually fought, not he, against high-level talent, right? He has, but he, th he has three fights. He's had three fights. He's Two won that are three. recorded. Yeah. Now, like the... Sorry, so the first so fight was against... More I don't, three I don't fights what... is more experienced than no fights, right? Exactly. And every fight counts. Yeah. <clears throat> Being able to harness your fears, your anxiety, and as you said, you're stepping in front of someone... Nate, Nate's looking at it like this is a fucking loudmouth YouTuber, right? He's nothing. He's just some guy. But he is some guy who's had three actual fights. Now, it's against competition, nothing. But still, he's fought before in front of crowds. He's been boxing and training for a while. Um, him and his brother have both been training. And you could see the person who's been training for longer, even if it's a couple more years, um... Had a huge advantage. So he, he made him look like it was like a light you know, years, dude. Light years between them. Hold on a sec. So you tell me, because uh, I thought you were saying earlier, this is the guy who was KSI's brother, who was fighting. No, 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 no. no so, uh, so, so Logan Paul mm -hmm. fought KSI yeah, to a draw, which was bullshit. I remember that because yeah. Logan Paul had a point deducted away from him from just like bullshit reasons. And that was a draw. So and really, now, Logan Paul should have won that fight. So then, Jake is the brother who fought. Yep, 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 yep. He fought on the undercard of that fight against KSI's younger brother. Oh, on that Denji. fight. Denji. On that fight. Okay, but so that this was time his first fight. Right? This time he's fighting the guy who was a former Nuggets player. Yeah. He's yes, fighting he's a, he's a he's super played, athlete. Well, he's played for a lot of teams. Right. Now, we have to say, before we go any further, it's not just fought. He knocked him down hard, what, two times? And then knocked him out fucking it was a, starch cold. He did. He fucking bounced his head right off that canvas. Man. And then afterwards, you know what he did? He called out Conor McGregor and Dylan Dennis. That's rough, man. That's a rough call out. I mean, I know he's doing it for the star power of it. He Now he thinks he's a legit fighter. Um, this is what happens when you get an inflated ego. You're beating people who are yeah. nobodies. And I remember when I had think, my first goat beard. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the problem with these these guys, man. Like The problem with the, it happens with celebrities. It's now happening with the Paul brothers. They want to prove that they're tough. Like that, it's a it's a reoccurring thing where these kind of celebrities they want like your Stallones and your and your action heroes and all these fucking guys want to be able to prove and say that they're tough or that they're real fighters and that they've done these things and it's what it's a syndrome almost. So it's like a sickness that happens to these guys who they don't want to be considered a pussy or a, you know. Um, a weakling in that sense that like oh all I do is talk on YouTube I'm not this fucking tough uh, persona that everyone might perceive me as now and um he's trying to prove it and he proved it against two not fighters and um three and uh, yes yeah, he said a, a, an one, athlete a basketball one not counting his record and also don't put rainbow in. Dude, thank you. I was just about to say the don't stab put, against Stallone. Don't put rainbow in the That was no. Right. There's, there's numerous stories of oh. him talking about having legit fights. Where he was filming Rocky and like he's talking about like oh, dude, legit, I was, dude. it was a real fight, dude. I'm like, no, it's not. Do you know what those fights are called? Yeah, acting. last blood, acting. and first blood. makeup and, and everything in between. Oh my god, dude. 
Dude, that was blatant rage from you that I just saw. They were as real as it gets. I felt like I was there watching yeah, those Yeah, so shooting real bullets. Was he? No, he was. Well, <clears throat> Brandon Lee the Crow. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so this is what happens. And so he's calling out real fighters. Dylan Dennis, Bellator fighter, sh loud mouth, likes to kind of carry over the Conor McGregor um, mantle. Well, because he's they train together, right? No, well, he's they can't. Like, 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 three and oh or something like that. Four and oh. Two and zero. Oh. Oh. Yeah, okay. So technically, Jake Paul's had more fights than Dylan Dennis has on the um, in pro professionally. But uh, Dylan Dennis comes from Conor McGregor's camp. He kind of has that. Thing. Yeah. He's Very a jiu-jitsu guy. I would still favor Dylan Dennis to win. I think he's been training with Conor and training striking for a lot longer than Jake Paul has. So I'd say Dylan Dennis would win that fight. I know they would probably try and make it too. Like Bellator would be all about that, trying to make it. But I mean, the problem is with Jake Paul calling out. MMA guys is that you're not a boxer or a fighter, you're a YouTube star and you're calling out MMA fighters but you want them to box you. Why don't you call them out for an MMA fight since they're MMA fighters? Do that. Right? You come off as a dickhead calling out guys who aren't boxers other than, as you said, like mm. you've got he's gone from fighting not fighters to now saying I want to fight professional MMA fighters, not boxers. So, mm. A, that's going to go terrible for you because you're going to fight a legitimate fighter um, Dylan Dennis, yeah, look, he stands a chance. Not a big one, but he stands a chance against Dylan and can in we boxing. Just, can we just if point out, can we, kind of can we just point out, whatever Jake Paul thinks he is and has in the striking department as a boxer, Dylan Dennis definitely has on the ground as oh, an MMA fighter. He turned him into a fucking pretzel. It's not even going to be close. Oh, if it's an MMA say. fight, it's over in 10 seconds. It'll kill him, will it? It's over in 10 seconds. If, if, him and Ari if you him fight Dylan Dennis in an MMA fight, you're putting a few band-aids on. Dylan Dennis will break every bone in his body before he makes a turn. You'd be better off, you know, uh, challenging him to like a master chef duel or something like that. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, really. yeah. Who's more of a flog test? Is what they you're going in like the McGregor. Oh, that's a that, that is a draw. Now, now, unlike the Mark Tyson Roy Jones Jr. No, fight. Before even we go past that, he's calling out Conor McGregor, yeah. right? A Golden Gloves right, champion, a two-time world champion in MMA. Some of the best hands in the sport. Maybe considered to be the best boxer in, in the MMA. Connor would fucking <laughs> ruin his life. Like, I know he thinks he's a tough guy. He's a, this YouTube star is a phenomenon. Yeah, he's knocking out some guys. Connor McGregor would kill him in there. <laughs> Punish him in there. It wouldn't even... It, it's so dumb to think that, like, they might actually do that. You might actually sanction a fight between a, a fucking show pony on the, on the internet against a legitimate fighter. They, what, who... Dylan Dennis or Connor? Everybody wants Connor. a slice of the McGregor show, right? Connor and Jake no. Paul. McGregor would never There's take no it. There's no Connor McGregor goes where the money is. Right? Exactly. Dude, they would not make that You reckon fight. that would be the money? Like, over everything? Uh, There's more chance of Dylan Dennis happening than Connor. If Connor mm -hmm. took it, it's an execution. Yeah, it's an execution. Yeah. You better uh, give Jake Paul the book of Eli, because he's... <laughs> yeah. Absolutely no chance. Praying They're not going to make that fight. If he thinks we he's going to even stand a chance. Don't entertain that. He would get mock, like mocked. And anyway, but, as he said, there's some more... Between that fight, um, there's some more shenanigans. I think Snoop Dogg performed a 20-minute I liked bullshit. that. I liked the bullshit. That's what saved <laughs> yeah. the show for me. I hated it. I muted it. The dude in the pink jacket. I had the, what a, I had that the, was the worst. Why would the... Why did they waste the pyrotechnics on that guy, dude? The main event didn't have pyrotechnics, dude. We, we I was saying this as it was happening. I was like, who the fuck is this vlog? I don't even know the song. And then, dude, he has all of the pyrotechnics. And then Tyson and Roy Jones come out. 
And there's nothing. There's no crowd. There's no light change or this anything. This is a Wooch rant brought to you by... This is the first Wooch rant you're going to get. It won't be the last, but I'm just so fucking pissed off first. that, dude, no... Nothing. And this guy gets the pyrotechnics. Alright guys, come on. Let's right. get let's get down to the main event. Now, to the as I said, the sh it was a shit show of a fucking thing, right? Now, like, probably the best thing... Best thing... Uh, Entertainment-wise, was probably Jake Paul getting that yeah. knockout. Right, yeah. that's it was a spectacular knockout. Broke the right? for a little bit. It's crazy, but the the show was a, it was a circus. But then we get down to the main event. Like you do legitimately get those kind of chills. In my lifetime, I've never gotten to see um, Tyson box before, right? Live, like in person. Um, I've seen every highlight. I've watched a lot of his boxing matches in the past. Like I know exactly what it is about him that. The mystique, the aura, why he's pretty much considered to be the most terrifying um, boxer of all time. The, the, oh the scariest ever. Maybe he's not the GOAT. He's not the best boxer ever. He's definitely the scariest. No guy ever he's put, put, put fear more. into heart, like other fighters' hearts more than having to stand in front of him. He's a, he's a, ter a terrifying force of nature. And then you have Roy Jones, one of the slickest, like the finesse, the skill. If not these slickers. Um, one of the best athletes that's ever competed so fast. In insane left hook. Uh, absolute spectacle watching watching these two guys fight. And um, I was thinking it was going to be an old man's fight. Right? We all kind of thought it was going to be a lot of it was just a little. two guys who would go for one competitive round and then they would just tire out and fucking lay on each other and, and, and it would be a shit show. It was not that, actually, man. I was geeking out watching this fight to see those two guys mm. despite the fact they're fucking 20 years removed from their prime maybe 30 years removed from their prime it was fucking awesome to watch these two actually mix it up tyson i mean I, i'll throw it to you first what did you think of it like when you're watching this these two guys actually fight you know it was two guys two very old guys going into an exhibition match ready to throw like Here's the thing about fighters. Even after they've retired, they don't want to retire, especially if they were the best in their like in their time. They yeah. They nobody wants to. Right. Nobody, they don't want to stop doing it. So when they get a chance to do it again, even as old as they were, and they're doing it under the the rules of an exhibition match, they're really going in to take each other's heads off. And I think that they tried for the the first little bit. They tried to be amazing, and then. It turned into an actual exhibition match, and it was entertaining. It was good to watch. It was really good to watch, actually. Now, did we was the the fucking drone that's flying around the ring fucking with you? Because like I was watching a uh, fight in motion whilst this camera's kind of floating around. I was like, I don't like this, man. Can you just stick on one side of the ring instead of floating around it with this weird like fly on the wall shit that they were doing? I hated it. It was yeah, it was motion a, it was, I hated yeah. it. That I hate, but watch, yeah, watching Tyson, um, you know, 15 years ago was the last time he actually competed, um, and he kind of lost his craft, he lost the peekaboo style, the bopping and weaving and shit, he came he back out in, no, when he was, agree, he though. lost that before, to this, back in this fight, oh, he yeah. looked like the Tyson of old, he yeah. doesn't like a Tyson he of young, the, the shoulder young. roll and the, yeah. the, the duck in the week. He had it. I thought that was great. He looked excellent. His footwork was phenomenal. The only thing that was off was that he's obviously slower. Yeah. Um, he still hits like a truck. He's slower, but, um, you know, in his, his accuracy. He wasn't quite hitting the target uh, the way he shots. used to, but Lots at the same time, Roy looked fucking spectacular too. He was landing those, popping that jab, sticking it right in. Here's the thing. I loved it. I thought the Tyson clearly won that fight. 
And I thought that he started his bopping and weaving was really good, which is in the first round and the second round. And then it's here's the thing: it it went to a mid tier level, but never did he look super tired, and it did it diminish. Roy Jones, though, I thought was diminished after the second, and yeah. I thought all of his best, all of his best moves and cards were played in the first one, mm. two. If you want to give benefit of the doubt, I, for one. Look, I scored it from Roy. I might be the only person on earth who scored it for him. I know yes. one of the judges gave it to him. I need to watch it again. Um, oof, I got the fucking belchies again. Oof. It's that goat. Oof, it's that goat. Goat beer, dude. It's that goat. Come back up. Bubbly. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a homer for Roy. He's my favorite. Probably my favorite of all time to watch. So I was watching it. I thought he was sticking at range. I thought he was popping Tyson as he was trying to uh, come in. He's obviously got a way longer reach. I thought he was moving and finessing and, and using the footwork to, um, you know, maneuver around the obviously like the, the short, stocky, like powerhouse that's Tyson who needs to get in on the inside. But at the same time, Tyson, his yeah, he looked fantastic and he did not gas as much as I thought he no, would. Right? For somebody who hasn't fought for 15 years, Roy fought only two years ago was his Crazy. last fight, and he was the one who was better conditioned and he looked like he was in much better shape than Roy was, but. I don't know. I need to watch it again. I need to watch it again. I thought Roy won it. I thought he was sticking him from the outside. I thought he was moving well. I thought he was throwing that exact combination that you saw him on his Instagram videos, mm. hitting the pads. Um, I, I loved think it. Any, I don't think Roy's... But Roy knew straight connected. away. I don't think much connected for him. I don't think so either. But I mean, jab, good jabs here and there. Tyson didn't jabs connect that's... anything other than like to the body, which was cool. doing a lot of damage. And it, as it, said, it took the wind out of him quickly. I'm not saying like Tyson really yeah. like hurt him. They they didn't really hurt each other. I think he did. Up. I think he hurt him to the body. I, I think that just Tyson connected way more, and that's what should have won the fight mm. for him in he the second half of the fight. Just yeah. As you said, like you can score it either way. Obviously, it was going to go to a draw because people don't understand. They had live betting odds, but it was like this is Football. an exhibition. There's no judges. That's what. There's no is. scoring. The, tr the the fucking ref is calling out to them. Oh, hey, uh, Roy, let him go. Stop clinching. Break it up. Break it up. It's like, oh, what are you going to do? You're going to take a point? There's no fucking points. Dude, you can't ref, take a point. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Oh, yeah, was hey, the hey, ref separate. even there? All yeah, they did they was clinch, clinch and hug. Thank it's you. like that. That shit would not fly in any other boxing match. So but you can't do anything though. There's no ramification for clinching. You can't strip a point. It's not my like, point. I'm just trying to say that really there was fight. a lot more of that, and it went on way longer than any normal boxing. Yeah, fight but I think have. a lot of people thought it was going to be like a crazy barn burner war, and maybe it would have been in their primes. And all I was doing seeing this fight was imagining what it would have been to mm. see these two guys, two of the best ever, the most elite separated from the pack kind of guys going at it at when they were at their best and like I was just I was geeking out hard on the inside I was like I know I'm never going to see it it was way way past its um you know it's you might have had you might have had I was, I, I still, Jones Jr. back then I just, I'm just going to say man, it was still fun to see man I, oh, I, I know no, a lot of people don't get me wrong I really enjoyed watching that fight and yeah. it was good to watch Tyson I don't want to see it again I just think, I just they, did, that I just think they did him so dirty by the presentation and the... Unless he knocked him out, it was going to be a draw regardless. Do we need to see the I'm not talking about that. I'm just yeah. saying, like, the whole... Like, did you notice a distinguished... Like, did you notice any difference in presentation and everything before the main event than any other of the fights? Like, there was no... Apart from like, you had Snoop come out and Snoop had more Dude, now we had effects than anything that, than the main event One thing we missed out too is the fucking commentary during this fight. I mean, all it was was Snoop yelling out bullshit. 
Oh, it's like my two uncles at the barbecue fighting. Man, let the people who, like the fighting experts, the Izzy's and the Sugar Ray Leonard's, commentate on what they're watching, not you just yelling out fucking, like he's literally like chanting, come on Roy, come on, like, he was trying to actually come across over the broadcast and actually yell instructions to Roy Jones as if he's like <laughs> a fucking cornerman. I, God, man, I love Snoop, but I kind of hate him at the same time because they actually think that he's but some sort of like not, a, he's like a legit. He's not meant to be there though, right? That's just so that's annoying, but yeah, it's the kind of circus that he signed up for. Yeah. And as I said, all I took away from it was the fight itself was more than I could have expected. More than I could have wanted because I expected two old fucks who were going to gas out, um, you know, in one round. And also the production was terrible. They did it. It was eight rounds. And then in the third round, it said three out of six rounds. Three mm -hmm. out of six. And then the next round, and the fourth round, it was like four out of eight. So you guys Ooh. fucked up there. Uh, so to wrap it up, do we want Jurassic Park 2, you know, the rematch? The Lost World? Yeah. Right. yeah. Lost, no. Lost <laughs> no, we don't. Look, I, I was getting upset watching Anderson Silva fight. Yeah. Right? Look, my These guys are way past that. Mike Tyson's talking about making a Legends League, right? Die. I, don't, <laughs> I really don't think we need a Legends League, especially with boxing. You talk about like a sport built around taking punches primarily to the head. I don't need to see old people come back and do that yeah. in their later age. Look, I thought this was a great novelty. To do once, once for fuck's sake! This yeah. you couldn't have maybe done it any better than this. You can't find two other names that's going to work at this point in time. There's not going to be two like a, I don't know Holyfield wants that smoke. Every or, every old fucking boxer in their prime, like you know, in their heyday, was like, oh fuck, I could do this, every, I could do this. I don't want to see it because like Anderson Silva's been talking about boxing um, Roy Jones for years. Can't look at all the other. The food is here though. Yeah, I mean we can wrap it up from there. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. What did everyone else think about this fight? Because I love the fight itself, but outside of that, I don't want to see any more like this. It was a one-off. Um, it was a draw. No one wanted that, but at the same time, of course it was going to be. It was a fucking exhibition. If no one got knocked out, then there was clearly going to be no winner. Right? Because there was never supposed to be a fucking winner in the first place. So Exhibition. That's all you can expect. It was a great fight. All right, Woochie baby, you fucking tall, gangly-ass bitch. Yeah. UFC. Wasn't much to watch think everyone was just fixated on this tyson jones card i don't think anyone really tuned in for the ufc i watched a few fights i got only a couple of things to take away from it what about you i glanced over it a couple of times griff you little dirty little snagglepuss um i watched touche i skimmed through it all there's only three that's not three three main talking points from it actually you know what? yeah you've got you've got four chuck in yeah, miguel, yeah, yeah. Baser as well miguel but miguel. i'll start with my three Let's start with Spikey Baby, yep. Spike Carlisle, fighting Bill Algio. Fantastic rig. Yeah, bro, dude, the most shredded, athletic, shredded fuck. He's a dude, crazy motherfucker. Dude, he's a wild man. Who calls their kid Spike? Yeah. Okay? You know he's going to be a little shit. He, he, <laughs> he was already destined for greatness. Yeah. And he's the craziest ginger on the roster. Yeah. He fought Bill Algio, Spikey coming in as a favorite. And he did the same thing in his last fight. <laughs> yep. He gassed out quick. Yep. He came out wild, which is what you want to see. It's Bent against Billy Q. And it was kind of like the exact same thing happened against Bill Algier. Exact too. same thing. Different. He lost to Bill. Same day, different Bill. <laughs> yeah. He just gassed out. and that's. But that doesn't matter because we'll watch him gas out because he's exciting as fuck. Yeah, for a couple of minutes. Um, 
Yeah. Now, I have a bone to pick with Bill Algio, man. I don't like that he got put into the UFC. I'll say this straight out. He's a good fighter. He looked very good. Yeah. Well-deserved win. Patient. Um, patient. He's got all the tools. I'm annoyed because of the whole um, Dana White's looking for a fight thing where like he fought on that fight against, um, uh, what's his name? A fighter, a European fighter whose name has escaped me. Um, uh, Brendan Lochnane. And he lost. Right, and this is the fight I was telling you about. Brendan Lochnane was wi- winning the fight. They went to war. It was an epic fight, oh, and yeah. then he went for a takedown in the last ten seconds, right, and then won the fight. Was declared the winner Convincingly. against uh, over Bill Algio. And then Dana said, "No, I'm not signing you because you that's shot in for a takedown on the last ten seconds, and that's a, some sort of sign of weakness, apparently, and that you were trying to try. You weren't trying to finish the fight. Go for." Fuck off with that. Yeah. So they don't sign Brandon Lochnane, one of the best prospects out of uh, the UK, someone they could put on those big UK events. Um, the guy who won. Um, and what do they do? They have Ricardo Lamas fighting, I can't remember whoever it was meant to be, and his fight fell out. And so they call, who do they call the fucking loser of that fight, Bill Algio, to come in? Now, I'm not saying that he didn't have a good performance. He had a great performance against Ricardo Lamas. To debut and give Lamas the business in that first round, Business, yes, dude. Uh, Lamas rallied back. I love that fight. I thought it was a bullshit that Lamas retired him, and he still got it. Um, but yeah, you got Bill Algio coming in, losing his debut, great fight, and then he beats Spike Carlo. Um, I just don't like it, man. I feel like Brendan Lochnane got scummed out there. That's all I'm going to say. Fuck Bill Algio. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, no doubt. But that aside, Bill Algio, Algio, put on a very good fight against Carlisle. Tired Carlisle, but a Carlisle nonetheless. True fighters fashion too, fight. like withstanding the fucking storm. Because, I mean, Spiky Baby comes That's with the storm. That's fucking the most ginger storm you're going to witness <laughs> yeah, as well. Red lightning bolts coming right at you. Yep. Yeah. Dude, he's a scary man. Dude, Bisping tells the story about, dude, pre-fight or whatever. Spiky Carlisle is naked, sunbaking, in <laughs> front of the hotel in the grass. Naked, in front of everybody. He's... The- He's yeah. absorbing, get this, because he's, he's, a, he's a very religious man, absorbing God's light before Bullshit, the fight. Dude. Getting sunburned is what that is, dude. No redhead fucking absorbs sunlight and doesn't go prawn this is, pink. This is not... Very much so. Dude, he gets his dick out for the Lord, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he goes fucking ginger pubes and all. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Bless unto thee. Avast ye. Yeah. Anyway. Next takeaway. Come on. The next one is broke our hearts, but also at the same time, it's bittersweet because we know Rachel Ostovich oh. losing to Gina Malzana. Mazzana? Mazzana? Doesn't matter. Fuck. Doesn't, doesn't we matter. We weren't watching Rachel- for Gina Mazzani. Okay. Mazzani, dude. Yes. No. Well, Mazzani got the TKO, but Rachel Ostovich is now going to OnlyFans. Four and six. Now, look, I know what the UFC are like, right? They like to keep the fighters around that are promotable. She is the most promotable. Hawaiian, sexy, Sexy. can't fight for shit. Sexy, Hawaiian. Did I mention anything that we're not paying attention to? She's hotter than- Sexy as fuck, She's hot. Okay, come on. I love you, Rachel. Okay? You shouldn't be fighting. Your calendar will be here. Soon. Um- She's hotter than all. Yes, I did. She's hotter than all the ring girls. We are ordering Rachel's uh, calendar for 2021. And it will be posted right there on our wall. Coming soon to Copper Whiff. Yeah, so when... Now, now, 
Let, real yes. questions, real questions. If you were to predict in 2021, <laughs> what's more likely to happen? Conor McGregor faces Jake Paul or Rachel Ostevich? He's going to do the OnlyFans. An OnlyFans. She's going to have OnlyFans. And guess what? She's going to have all of the fans too. Yeah. All of them. All of them. She's so hot. She's preposterously attractive. You can't be fighting when you look like that. It's sickening to me. I know that she has, you know, she's a fighter. She's not an athlete. <laughs> she's not an artist. Uh, and she's, she's not a fighter. But did I say fighter first? I think I did. Athlete, fighter, I'm artist. She's not eyes, any of those, right? I don't know what we're she's talking about She's not any of those, anymore. right? She's got heart, right? She's got heart. She, she actually pulled off a really great she's back She's got take. legs too. Dude, she, she was in the, um, what's her name? She was in the... I don't know the position. I'm not a jits phenom, but like she was on her back. Her opponent had her neck wrapped and was laying on top of her. And she managed to take the back by lifting her fucking sweet ass all the way up and around and took the back. Didn't do anything with it, but she showed heart. All right. Um, don't fight again, Rachel, please. I love you. All right. Sit on my life. Okay. Don't fight again. Four and six. Artem Lobov looks at that and shakes his fucking bald head on that, that man. The goat. You research Rachel Ostevich? Fight history? Yeah. A great spe a, a great moment in time. How was it? Yeah. Yeah. Hats off to Gina. How long did it take did you, you to Gina find out that she was a fighter as well when you were researching her? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, she's not, right? Because Gina Mazzani beat her. Seven and four, Gina Mazzani. She sounds like she's on a fuck. Gina, I don't like. I mean, what? Who is Gina Mazzani? Gina Mazzani sounds like a real estate agent. No, she sounds like she's the bottom option on an Italian restaurant menu. That's what it is. That's the option you don't go with. Uh, you know what, waitress? Uh, here are the specials for the, the for the day. The we got the yeah, as you said, rigatoni. We've got the fucking minestrone. We've got the ravioli, and we've got the Gina Mazzani. Hey, you know Gina Mazzani, if they got the fucking mushrooms in it, okay? Yeah. Okay. She. Yeah. Good win for her. Good win for her. Um, yeah. Can't wait to see her fight anybody. Right? Who cares? Um. And then I guess we're fight fans, but who cares? The rest of this card, go fuck yourself. Um. The only, yeah, as I said, probably the only good takeaway: Miguel Baeza, Caramel Thunder, doing the damn thing. Getting KO wins over Matt Brown, getting submission wins in this fight too against whoever the fuck he fought. Yep. Ah, ah, Takashi Sato. Look at that. Um, it's good to see. Ten and zero. Ten and zero. Yeah. He's good a welterweight prospect, man. Like yeah. I know, um, Hamzat's getting that push, but he, he's one of those guys that, along with you know who he, who he should fight is that fucking Ukrainian fuck that we saw on that. Oh, uh, Shakrat or whatever his Sh name was. Shamcat or whatever his name was. It's something. He was. Um, <laughs> Dude, I oh, no, no, no. He came out of, um, look, that's, his name, that's his he, it's something name. like that, though. <laughs> it's his name. The fuckles the chuckles about. Go look it up, yeah. doodle. Yeah. No, his name, no. That's no, his no, actual name. He's Mongolian or some shit. His name is Shavkat. S-H-A-V-K-A-T. Shavkat. K-A-T. Shavkat. Rachmanov. There he is. Yes, dude. How close was that? Shavkat. Rachmanov. Shakrat. That should be his fight. He said something. 
He said something close. What I said was way better. No, that's the. Co- this guy is a monster, though. Yeah, he's a monster. Listen to what I have to so say. So is Miguel Beza, man. Caramel Thunder has yes, got that good shit. Good fight. I like it. All right, main <laughs> event. We we can't top that. Uh, main event. Look, it was meant to be Curtis Blades versus fucking Derek Lewis. No one gave a fuck about that fight because there's no consequence to the result. Whoever wins that doesn't fight for the title. Okay, so there's no stakes for that fight. Curtis Blades tested positive for fucking COVID. Who gives a fuck? We now get Anthony Smith versus Devin Clark. Can Anthony Smith journeyman his way through this fight as he has for his whole career? Yes, he can. Very fast. He's not a great fighter. He's a good fighter. That's all I will say. He's a good fighter. (laughs) It was super impressive to see him lock up up that triangle that quick. We would have had a big problem if Devin Clark won because Anthony Smith, he's a good fighter. He's not great, but... Um, jits, I love though. him, by the way. I love watching Anthony yeah, Smith so fight, but we know that he's not probably not going to challenge for Great a title set of again. Teeth for a fighter, the as best well. teeth. Even though Darren Till, cha- cool. you know, Glover just checked him, but they still yeah. look fantastic. Yeah, he had to get a few of them put back into his mouth, but um, yeah. no, great win for Anthony. As he said, he was riding a two-fight losing streak. This would have been three fights in a row had he lost. He shouldn't be losing to these de- like the Devin Clarks of the UFC, right? Devin Clark is a definitely like a win one, lose one, win two, lose two. Um, he's Hey, man, Devin... Okay, so Devin's an okay fighter, man. He has the, the biggest legs on the roster, period. Maybe the big... He can easily fucking leg press a car. Preposterous legs. I'm jealous because I just have these fucking chicken wing fucking bullshit legs. So I see it, shit like that and Tell I'm like, God it. damn. Yeah. Yeah. My legs are rough. Um, oh, it's a good hey, you talking about the getaway sticks, dude? <laughs> yeah, dude. You talking about the getaway sticks? You could get away from almost anything with those. Right? Yeah, absolutely I can. Um, look, good win for Anthony Smith. He should be winning these fights, though. Right, Devin Clark. Mm. Mm. <laughs> right, he's there. That okay, sound. Devin Clark's there. That sound. The best thing about Devin Clark fighting is his dad cornering him. Right? His dad yelling at Like, I can't... You, we need to bring it up. Like, I can't do it into the mic. It's too loud. But his dad is the best cheerleader of all time. So I love watching his fights for that. I don't care. About, he, his fighting style is bullshit. He's just kind of like a charge forward. No technique. Kind of just tries to run into you. He's a car crash fighter. He likes to crash into you like a fucking car and just hopes that he just takes you down and beats you up. If he doesn't do that, nothing works. And it didn't work. So Anthony, by the way, Devin Clark's got way better wrestling credentials than Anthony Smith. And Anthony Smith took him down, got reversed, and then Anthony Smith submitted him with a triangle. Good for Anthony Smith. Um, I want to see him fight Paul Craig. Paul Craig. I don't yeah, know about okay. you. That's yeah. the fight. The bad you. The bad you. Anthony Smith. That's the fight to make. I don't give a f- flugelhorn fuck about any other fight they can match up. You got something to say, Flugel? Yeah, oops. Yeah. Um, What's the next week's card? That's not next week's card. We've got Hermanson versus Vittori. That card is... Dog shit. Now, if the last card wasn't the worst card of the year, this one definitely is. Okay. Jack just look yeah, at the look, card, okay. Though. So now, this was going to be a good fight. We did highlight this earlier. Um, Hermanson was meant to fight Darren Till. That would have been a great fight. Till falls out. He has, he's still injured from the knee injury he took from the Whitaker fight. Whitaker's a savage. Mm-hmm. Shout out to fucking Bobby Knuckles. Mm-hmm. Uh And then we had Kevin Holland step in on short notice. Um, short. And we no- got used to the idea of that fight. Yeah, I, I was looking forward to that. I thought Feels Kevin like- Holland was going to give him the biz. Um, I, I thought maybe Hermanson thought maybe Vittori would... Ah, uh, Vittori. Jack Hermanson would have taken him down and got it done. But I think Kevin Holland would have made a good showing for himself coming off of four wins in a row this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he falls out of this fight too. 
So now we have Marvin Vittori, who was meant to fight Jacare Souza. Dude, it's just I love I actually really like this because Marvin Vittori's been talking like a uh, an Italian lad, like just won't yeah, man. let up on Twitter and everything, just calling everybody out, and he finally gets a little bit of smoke. Some nice uh This is the smoke. If he wants the smoke, he's gonna get smoke. it. He's gonna get it. Uh, <laughs> Jack Manson's gonna bring the smoke to him. So if Marvin I mean Marvin Vittori's won every one of his fights other than his uh, split decision lost to Izzy. And that's kind of like his like saving grace is that he gave Izzy enough of a fight to lose a split decision and he will fucking take this to his grave that he won that fight. No one else thinks that, but he definitely does. Um, this is a big step up for him, but also I, I'm not mad at the fight. I think, if anything, I like this fight more than the Kevin Holland fight in terms of competitiveness. Oh, but I liked the, the Kevin Holland being in it because I wanted Kevin Holland to win and sort of launch himself into superstardom, which he gets a chance to do fighting Jacques Ray next week. Kevin Holland fight. You like it because Kevin So they Holland's kind of mixed it. and matched the pairing of this fight. Like, Vittorio was meant to fight Jacques Ray, uh, and Kevin Holland was meant to fight Jacques Manson. Kevin Holland falls out, my boy Trailblazer, and then now he's fighting Jacques Array, and Marvin Vittori is fighting Jacques Manson. So, I mean, it's kind of musical chairs at the top of the, uh, you know, in the middle of the, middling middleweights, we'll call it. Um... I don't know really what to think of this fight. Um, it's a sty- it's stylist stylistically it should be fun. Um, both guys will stand. Both guys will grapple. I think if they have, they're to. pretty even across the board. I think Jack yeah. is a little bit more active, pumps the jab a little bit more. Vittori's a little he bit bounces stronger. and moves it around a lot, whereas Vittori kind of likes to walk you down, get in your face, and make it ugly. Yeah. And Hermanson um, is really good at taking advantage of guys like that. Like he does kind of wait for you to overextend. I dare Thunder. say you'll see Hermanson shoot and maybe use a bit of grappling and a bit of ground game. It'd be interesting to see how these two match up on the yeah. ground, I think. Um, it's a no consequence fight because whoever, I mean, if Jack Hermanson wins, he's probably still going to be ranked underneath Cannoneer. Mm-hmm. He probably still needs another big win. Like he needs that Darren Till on his rec- resume. He needs a big like a Yoel or someone I was about to say Yoel. He needs to fight He's somebody to get him going above. to win against Yoel. We know we've spoke about this with Jack Amanson fighting super athletes. He just bounces off them. Yeah, I suppose. He can't win. He can't win that. But Yoel's not the best way. At least he can He's beat Darren Till. Be- He's not the best person to make the example of because Yoel hasn't won in a while. And he beats Amanson. We don't know that yet. We definitely know that. There's we no- don't know that yet. He, he's had a few weird fights. His last couple of fights have been strange. We don't know. We'll have to see it happen. I know you disagree. Yeah. yeah you th- I- I'm, just I'm saying, losing faith Mar- in Romero. Romero. Fucking I know he's a fool. Pulls Jack Manson apart. Limb from limb. He lo- he's- take the fact out of... Take the fact that Romero looks like a specimen out of the equation. And it's then- not that he looks like a specimen. He's the best athlete in the sport. He is it's just so athletic. He's so powerful. He's so fast. He's fucking 40-something years old, and he's still... One of the most unbelievable, uh, um, as you said, specimens in this sport. Like the things that he can do, normal fighters in their prime can't do, right? Yeah, the Cuban missile. He's yeah, we I know. Hermanson, well, but we haven't seen that. the Cuban missile crisis in a little while. He's not a young seventy. Was it nineteen sixties? Wasn't it seventies? Wasn't it? No, nineteen sixties. Sixty sixty four. Why we? I think it's not in the No, it was right when um. No, it was whilst yeah. Well, whilst JFK was still alive. JFK Doodle. died in what sixty four. Look it up. Cuban Missile if Crisis. JFK, when did when, if, when did Bay of? I'm gonna say sixty four. 
I'm going to say 68. 62, actually, because JF, no, JFK died in the 19, early 60s, 63 or 64, and JFK was still alive when that happened. How did we get onto this? Just happens. 62. Yeah, so I did say that in the end. I corrected myself. I said 62. Yeah, you will find it back on the tape. I said 62. I said 62. I said 64, and I was like, actually, I'll correct it. 62 because JFK was still alive. Oops. Yeah, anyway, so there's your history lesson for you. Couple I'm just saying, special. I, I, need, I need some... I said 68. What, I need, the something that we need is Yoel moving up to light heavyweight. Yeah, or we need to see Yoel win. At just, light heavyweight. Just win, and then I'll have a little bit more He's faith in you. four title shots at, light, uh, at middleweight, yeah. not getting another. No doubt. Doesn't matter Go how many guys he beats. Just, Go to light heavyweight. John, the only reason that Yoel wasn't going to light heavyweight... Is because he trains with John Jones, or he was good mates with him, or whatever his boys, and he didn't want to move up there if John Jones was the champion because he knew he'd never fight him, right? He would never fight John Jones, they're boys. John Jones is no longer there. So Jan Blahovich is the champion, and I think the Cuban Missile Crisis, not having to cut an extra 20 pounds, is going to be a fucking big problem oh, there. And I would like big to, problem. I'd like to see him win because the only, honestly, I, the last time I remember seeing him win, I saw him beat a scuffed. You want Luke me to- Rockhold. And then the last wins before that, dude, they were wearing sponsorships Decap- on their shorts. Decapitated Chris Weidman. Yeah, dude. Killed Leota Machida. Dude, sponsorships on the shorts. It's been a while. Okay, well, oops. Let me lay out something for you. Like a, a Viagra pill, for example. Okay. Yeah. Yoel Romero moves up to light heavyweight and fights Anthony Rumble Johnson. How much money would you pay for that? Because I would... I'll yeah, put everything I own to watch that fight. It'd be honest. an awesome fight. I'd probably put it on Rumble. But holy shit, would that be insane? Mm. Two guys have the most, the best chins ever. They both gas out easy, and they both throw fucking bombs. He could be he big cuts enough for it. From what, two hundred and twenty plus pounds? So I'd say he's absolutely big enough to fight there. He wouldn't be much smaller. Jan's a thick boy, but I mean, Yoel's just a way better athlete than everyone there. Everyone there. Yeah, Either that, that or maybe you square Yo- Polish head, dude. Yeah, and yeah, I'd say Yoel probably gives most people there the business. I I'd think like, so. Hey, I'd, I'd like to see it as much as you would. I would also like to see him fight Tiago Santos too. Just saying, I would love to see that chaos. Um. Anyway, so what was the other fight we had there? Go back. Sorry. Um. It, we got yeah yet yet again. Oven Saint Pru being the gatekeeper against six and O Jamal Hill. <laughs> Look at the discrepancy in record. 25 and 14. So what is that? Someone math. 35. 13. Fucking. This would be Ovin St. Prue's 40th professional fight. This will be Jamal Hill's seventh. We just saw what happened to Alonzo Manifield, right? He got fucking. Yeah. He got, he got the on. piss beat now. Yeah, no, he, he got flattened. He got Nate Robinson big time. Um, I don't like this fight for Jamal Hill. This is dumb shit matchmaking, and the rest of the card can suck dick. Also, also way, La- just, Nate Landwehr, fuck a, you as well. You're an idiot. Address that Jamal Hill has six wins and two no contests. I didn't even see that. I can't believe that. Does he two no contests? Two, dude. One a so quarter of his fights have been no contests. So it's probably a third. Oh, I know it is. Very strange. Out of eight. Yeah. Don't care. I don't care about this whole card, to be honest, dude. It makes me sad looking at it. But after that, though, the next couple of weeks after that are very juicy. Oh. Fuck. So look at this. Davidson Figueredo turns around his championship main event at UFC 254 
and is now going back-to-back pay-per-views in, what is this, three weeks? Doesn't fly back to Brazil. They keep him here, staying at the UFC Apex. Against Brandon Babyface Moreno, who was also on the... Baby Assassin? Yeah. Who's Babyface? Don't know. know. Doesn't matter. Moreno against... uh, Sorry, they both fought on the same card, and they're both turning it around on the same card three weeks later. Amazing. I have to say, I love this, but I also think this is very pivotal fight for Davison because trying to make that weight cut, the amount of weight that he cuts twice. I mean, we saw what happened to Tony Ferguson when you do those weight cuts. Wait, you say Tony Ferguson? He's on that card as well. We'll we'll get back to that. I'm just saying you saw what happens when you do two weight cuts back to back very close. It's it's rough on the body, man. And Davison Figueredo performs, you know, 99% 99% of the time at a ridiculous level, but I don't know what it is about this fight that I'm a little bit worried that the weight cut might affect him. Otherwise, if it doesn't and he shows up on form like he has been, it's going to be a rough night for Brandon Moreno. The roughest. Uh, maybe the roughest night of his life because Moreno is a fantastic fighter. He's come into his prime and suddenly just kind of became a good fighter out of nowhere. I don't know what happened there. I just watched him eventually when he fought Kai Kara France and then just looked like a completely different fighter out he was suddenly, you know, working the jab, using his footwork, throwing combinations. Didn't you, dude? Flyweight's cool again. Flyweight is cool. And you have a fucking amazing champion at the top of it too, who you should not be uh, sleeping on. Don't think because he hasn't got a big name or like, because he's a small, as you said, the flyweight fighter that doesn't really matter. There's nothing it's small fucking, about that guy. He fucking matters, that guy is That guy is 125 going on. 185 dude yeah 65 i think he walks around at. so i love davison figueredo he's the most exciting fighter on the roster period at this point in time i think you could not find someone who's more exciting anywhere like on the ground the transitions the striking the power the speed the athleticism he's an exciting fighter and he comes to fight he doesn't fuck around he doesn't try and win on points he tries to go out there and devastate his opponents and all he has done in his ufc tenure is do that he's a fiery little spit fuck and Brandon Marino is a fucking savage too. He's like a little Tasmanian devil. Like he, he's that just like a tornado of strikes coming right at him. So he's not going to be backing down at all. These two guys are going to go head to head. Um, you do not want to miss this. This main event will be fireworks. And fuck me in the beard. Tony Ferguson versus Charles Oliveira. Fuck. Talk about you- similar styles, similar abilities. Similar looking. Similar looking, dude. They, they look the same. Yeah. If you were really looking at... Dude, yeah. they look exactly the same. Minus some like a better haircut that. from Charles Oliveira. Oh, Tony's got the shaved head now. Like, yeah, his hair has gone, peeling dude. He, he had the most Father widow's peak you've ever far seen. Far enough. And then now he's like, hey, it's got to go. How dare you. Um, Tony Ferguson, look. You better come I- correct before you bring that fight up, dude. I won't tell yeah. you again. I won't tell you again. Anyway, that's going to be a cool fight. They both look the same. They both fight okay. pretty much the now, same. I got a little bit more insight on this. One more creative than the other. Let, let's talk about it a little bit more X and O's, right? If we have time. Tony was on a 12-fight win streak, and he got paired up with Justin Gagey. I thought the UFC did him dirty The bird. dirtiest. They should have their mouths pissed Filth. in. We know this. So they gave him Justin Gagey after he'd been training for Khabib for fucking like three months. He, lo- he, he took a fucking hiding in that fight. And what most people are expecting is that 
Charles Oliveira coming off of, I think, a seven-fight win streak now with all the momentum against Tony. He was on a 12-fight win streak um, and then just got the, you know, the PS beaten out of him. Um, they're probably thinking he's not the same guy. Uh, ooh, I disagree. I think Charles Oliveira has looked spectacular as of late, but the problem with him and the reason why he has those eight losses, he has some questionable losses against names who you would think now he would probably beat. But the reason why he would lose, I think back in the day, was nothing to do with his skill set or not being a better fighter. It was always mentally. He would break mentally. The last person who broke him mentally was Paul Felder because Charles Oliveira had Paul Felder uh, in a... He had his back for about four and a half minutes of the first round. He was looking for the guillotine. He was looking for all sorts of chokes and submissions on Paul Felder. And then Felder sort of slowly brought it back to the feet, got, like, got back into the fight, hit him with a few elbows, and then... Charles Oliveira crumbled. And it's happened in the past where, like, he gets off to a good lead. He fights strategic. He, he's got all the tools. Charles' striking's never looked better. His submission, he has the most submissions in UFC history. He's got probably the most variety of submissions. Mm. He's a fucking beast. But skill set for skill set, you're not going to submit Tony. <laughs> you're probably not going to out, like, he might outstrike Tony technically. But I don't think you can keep up with the pace. We'll see, though, because like we Tony, see, Tony, Tony is, is the most weird. creative. He's so he, creative. He's weird. Good, good luck trying to... He's got to, a fucking crazy luck. chin. Um, the thing is about Charles, and as I, said, I was going to point to, is that he mentally breaks. And if there's anybody who's going to mentally break you under a fight, boogeyman. it's Tony Ferguson, you. man, because that guy will mentally break the best of the best. Um, and that's his style. And as he said, they match up. Like t- Charles Oliveira is not going to be a, able to use his ground game, which is his most effective tool, successfully against Tony. It's not going to work. Tony can do everything that he does on the ground, I think. They can transition. It'll be a fun scramble to see them hit the ground. The but most. I just don't think Charles is going to have an advantage there like he does against everyone else. And I think It's a on battle the feet, of hands yeah. going into this fight. On the it's going to be said, the hands. I think Tony will just walk forward. He'll probably get banged up a little bit, but I think he will mentally break Charles once Charles realizes he can't knock him out and he can't put him away. And I think I Tony's going to overwhelm him. I think you're going to see... This is a good matchup like, for Tony. I, it is. And I don't like this because I feel like you're going to fuck the trajectory of Charles Oliveira getting into that top five. You just picked the wrong opponent. Mm. You really did. You should have given Charles Oliveira RDA, in my opinion. Tony should have been he? fighting um, Michael Chandler and Charles Oliveira should have been fighting RDA. I, I'm, I love the fight, but I also hate the fight because I know in my heart of hearts that Tony's going to win this. It's going to be good for him. Or for this Everything card right is here. In the pink here. Quickly dude. show me the prelims for this card. Find one thing that's in the stink. Surely. Oh, they haven't announced prelims yet? Okay, okay. so Spivak versus... Sergei Spivak versus... Who is that? Jared Vandera. He Vandera. fought on the contender. Yep. Uh, his fight wasn't super impressive. But he's he, big. Is that he's right? just a big fuck. Like, super big. And he just puts his weight on you and just... he Like, his striking isn't... Super technical or fantastic. He's just big. That's it. Sergey Spivak is kind of a technician. He's not athletic. He's kind of big. I hate his hairline. The worst. Looks, looks like fucking Count Dracula, yeah. but with a baby face. His hair is pointing to his face. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. That's the stink. If we're doing two in the pink one. 100%. That That's is it. the stinky That's... Pete. Don't look at the records. Look at the face. Yeah. Dude, take it from us, okay? Stinky Pete. Sergey Spivak hasn't had a single like fun fight ever. In 
of sport. And I don't know about Jared Van Der Rohe. Yeah. If we're looking at a list of... If yeah. we're looking at your list he of should like America's there. most wanted, he's probably the third on the list, right? Third way down. All right. Let's fuck that. Yeah. Let's, fuck, let's fuck that up. That's the stink, right? Yeah, that is the stinky that's digit the... of the fight all the way in. Stinky. Super stinky nut. Okay. Next one is JDS and Cyril, Cyril Gunn. Gun. Fuck yes. First of all, that's I the... love watching JDS fight. I, I used to fucking love JDS fight. Tell us about his chin. It's not there. It's made of biscuits. Yeah. He's going to get... He's going to get creamed like he always does. And then <laughs> he's always so enthusiastic about being creamed. He's the too. nicest Before guy and too. after. Always. He's so super, delusional dude, about losing too. Yeah. Ah, he got lucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks to my opponent. Whatever. You're going to get creamed. Eight if, losses. If we're talk- crazy about Junior too, man. He has so many fucking great wins on that record. Uh, Back in the day. Eight losses. It's hard to even think he's lost yeah, eight Yeah, all times. eight losses are the, like, the last couple of Ever since of years, he lost so his hair, he started losing. Yeah. Yeah, look, look. I, I he think is a dinosaur of the division. He's a gatekeeper. If you guys like Cyril Gunn, the next prospect, um, as I said, um, Cyril Gunn looks like Anthony Joshua. He's like a kickboxer version of Anthony Joshua. He's he's built like the shit. He looks like a Greek god. Mm. Um, yeah, he looks like and he's a granite. yeah. He's a fucking spectacular kickboxer. He's got a great MMA game. It's his transition to MMA very well. He's got submissions. He's got decisions got knockouts he's the full package and he's the best heavyweight prospect on the roster and i think he is despite the six and zero record which we complained about on the last card with jamal hill mm. i think cyril Garn should be able to give junior the business yeah and here's the thing about jds as well if he wasn't in heavyweight his ass would have been cut yeah heavyweight they have that free pass to sort of be in their 40s you know be just to be kind of as he said like they're a just big there name. to throw hams yeah that's what that's why you watch heavyweight Jun- you watch Jun- people throw Jun- hams Jun- in heavyweight the, the problem with junior at the moment is that his style and the what he did to be as good as he was to be the former champion he's not changed he doesn't evolve he's the same junior he's except he's, he's not as fast as he used to be and his chin as you said is made out of metaphorical fucking dust he's made okay? of Biscuits and chewing biscuits, chewing gum and <laughs> sticky, sticky tape. tape. Yeah, band aids. He's not like your Overeem, who's adjusted. Yeah, but as you said, Overeem has adjusted to getting chinned. Right? Yes. He he takes a grappling central game. Junior still thinks he's fucking Junior. Comes in hands low, yeah. straight at you. Starts pumping that. that jab. Still has the same swing in that, but disgusting fucking rainbow overhand that he <laughs> likes to do. Except it's at half speed now. He thinks there's a pot of gold at the end of it, and there's not. And he's still, yeah, he's he said it's at point five speed, dude. Um, yeah. So he, Cyril Garn's gonna give him the business, and he still has the best pre-fight routine where he comes out and points at the ground. Yeah. Dude, that he's got a terrifying. He's so nice too, but he's got yeah. a terrifying like across the cage stare. Like he looks like he is a man about to go to war. Hundred percent. And he's gonna go to war with the next big prospect of the division. <laughs> Please, Cyril Garn, get this win. Please. Fuck! I could not hope for something like as he said. We need to get the, we need to get him going. We cannot keep keep him sort of floating around, knocking off all the cans that are basically what's outside of the top ten of heavyweight. So I'm gonna go with Cyril Gunn. Me too. Next fight, yes. Kevin Holland against Jacare. Right? He was meant to fight uh, Jacker Manson this weekend. He has been bumped. He, he couldn't make it due to COVID, I believe. He's been bumped onto the Jacare fight, which is next weekend. Not going to be a good night for Kevin Holland, I'm afraid. 
not going to be a good match, guys. Jacare's style is built to beat him. Unfortunately, I love Kevin Holland. I want him to win this so bad. If Jacare even sniffs a takedown on Kevin Holland, fight's over. When you get a guy who's a striker and then on top of who who is a kung fu striker? Yeah. With, Leap in, hands low, explosive, fast. But that's it. Like he kind of leaps into bullshit bad positions. That is Jacare's <laughs> yeah, wet bread dream, and butter. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And Jacare has a still to this day has an excellent chin. I don't think Kevin Holland's gonna be able to bump him any harder than any other fighter who he's fought in the last if, five fights. If so, Kevin Holland can secure this win though, what a year it would have been for Kevin Holland. Yes, I mean, Trail it'll Blazer. put it up for debate. Who's the fighter of the year? We might have to come on to that topic Dude. a little bit later on in the year for the potty, but he's on a four-fight win streak this year. He was All got- of them on short notice. This year. If he had Four won- fights in a row. If he had won his last book, not the Hermanson fight. Was it Hermanson fight? If he had won that fight- Who, Jack Array? No, Kevin Holland. When he stepped in to fight Hermanson. Yeah. So if he had won Hermanson that fight... Hermanson was a more winnable fight for him than Jack No, 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 but if he had won that fight, that would have been the record for wins in a... Calendar like, year. Yeah. This, if he wins this, it'll still be that. I don't know that. if it was the, the year or closest <laughs> together. Yeah, no, Most this is... Closest. Anyway. This will still tie that. If I mean, he'll still get that if he beats Jack Array. I just, I'm I not sure I've done the math, but yeah, very good fight. It's a good fight. I just... It's rough, man. Stylistically, it's, r- it's rough for Hard Kevin win. Holland because... He hasn't. He the last time he got really taken down, he got worked. I mean, uh, uh, Darren the dentist Stewart worked him on the ground. The last time he lost was against Brendan Allen, who worked him on the ground and eventually submitted him. Mm. Um, Jacare's a different level, man. We know this. He 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 gets people to the ground, and then normally you don't last very long. He, he's been he's around the bend. He's fought everybody. And um, then we got the la- the uh, the last fight we haven't talked God. about, which is Moicano. And Fiziev. I love this fight. For anyone who wants to know, Nato Moicano, former featherweight, did well there, but kind of in the last few fights, he picked up a loss against Ortega. He lost against Korean Zombie and he lost against Aldo. I think those are the three losses there. I don't know what the no contest is, but he he lost to the best, but he also beat your boy Calvin Cater. He's got a lot of good wins. Uh, he, he knocked out fucking Cub Swanson with a jab, if I'm not mistaken. He's a monster. And moving up to 55, he had a win. Super he submitted his opponent in like a minute. Super big. He's a beast. Um, but Rafael Fiziev, mm-hmm. I can't even tell you as a fight fan how amazing it is to watch Rafael Fiziev fight. He's the striking coach at Tiger Muay Thai. He is Jan, uh, sorry, yeah, Jan, you don't know Proto ta- Jan's striking coach. If you don't know where Tiger Muay Thai is, it's pretty much the most desired place learn Muay Thai in, in the Thailand world. there in aka Thailand I mean he is the striking coach at probably the best Muay Thai gym in Thailand and he is a fucking wizard he fought Mark Giacchese who's known to be a, an ex, like an explosive exciting striker and he matrixed him he, he ran circles around him he I can't I don't know if he's got a ground game and I think Moikano gets him to the ground he could work him but on the feet Rafael Fiziev might be one of the most impressive strikers I've ever seen um, in the UFC cage in a long time. I cannot wait to see him display this again against a, an opponent with a name like Moicano. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be great. This is a pink for me, personally. I think Rafael Fiziev is going to be the next big thing at lightweight. If he can like, if he can learn to stop takedowns or has a good ground game and can, um, you know, can st- keep it on the feet, 
you're in fucking trouble because this, this is... guy is the Matrix on the feet. He's uh, spectacular. His kicks I'm... are like lightning. He's got insane. No, no. Insane so hands for me, beat. it's the main and the co-main. If you want to chuck, this a, is the co-main. If you oh, want to no, chuck no. a third finger in the in the yeah. pink, then this is it. But I'm still taking. Wait, who's the who's the main? Who, I'm who's... still taking the the main Scroll and the co-main again. for the pink. Um, no, I'm gonna take this over Figueroa versus Brandon Moreno as like. I think I this know, is going to be a fucking spectacular fight. Because I think Davison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno is one-way traffic, right? Whereas Honato Moicano versus Rafael Fiziev makes me scratch my head because I, I think Moicano's a fucking beast too. And he's really good on the ground. I just, yeah, I, I just, I cannot express to you guys enough how much you need to tune in for this one. Kaboom.